It's Carly and Lay, and this is. had to listen to some queen b or bay if you guys know which one it is so let us know <laughs> we were just having a conversation about which one it is we don't know um whichever one that song is rocking yeah that's our that's our jam yeah. oh that song always makes me feel like such a strong and powerful woman i know that's what we need to listen to before we start because we were in here you know it's early in the morning we dragging we had a, a crazy weekend yes it's just still kind of recovery mode she got a headache yeah i'm just broke we're so old. <laughs> like, we're just old and tired <laughs> So we play that little ditty to get into our spirit because we need to. We need to bring that energy to you and um, and you need to feel it that you can run the world too. So if, you know, sometime today you dragging, put that thing on mm-hmm. and chair dance like we were just yes. doing. Well, I was tearing this chair up. Yes. <laughs> I almost got up and started. Anyway, I didn't though. So, um... <laughs> Speaking of the weekend. I controlled myself. Good job. Thanks. Speaking of the weekend, Carly, what did you do this weekend? I went to this place called Selma. Have you heard of it? What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was there, too. No way. Yes. No way. Selma, Alabama? Yeah. For the Jubilee? Yes. Me too, girl. Oh, we were together together. Yes. We were. That's right. (laughs) We were there together. We were invited down to come and spread our black girl magic with Jessica Barker. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. And we um we went down to provide our um our commentary skills. We yes. were holding it down on the Lift Our Vote twenty twenty um Facebook page and there um we took pictures and held it down in the comments, live streamed. Yes. It was very fun. It was very fun. We got to meet a lot of people. Let's name some people that we got to like rub elbows with, like from afar. But like from a f- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from afar, we we air rubbed elbows. Yes. Um, Roland Martin, ooh, ooh. and uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson, Reverend Jesse Jackson, Tamika Mallory, Tamika Mallory. She was amazing. Yes, she was. Yeah, I loved her. Yeah, go ahead and like start to follow her Twitter or like her Instagram. Tamika Mallory is all that. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah. yeah. My son. She came down with my son. Yes, she did. Um, if you don't know who Tamika Mallory is, she is co-founder of the Women's March. So mm-hmm. um, my son, yes. That's M-Y-S-O-N-N-E if you want to look him up. He's um, he, he's a hip-hop artist that uses his talent to um, towards the movement. I came back home saying the movement a lot. Yeah. I was like, are you down for the movement? Are you down? Are you down for the movement? Are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that when we talk about our topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Um, put a question mark next to Lay. Um, who else? Oh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, yes, Hillary Clinton. We I really did. rubbed elbows with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a real elbow I, rub. I squeezed her waist. Yeah. Go ahead, Hillary. I wasn't quite that. I was a little more awkward because I'm not going to lie. I'm scared of the Secret Service. I was like, I'm scared to touch her because what if they like tackle me? That's true. That's weird. I, I know. Anyway, so I was kind of awkward, but either way, I, I, I did thought get about a all these things because we got a chance to go like go up to her and one on one take a picture with her. Mm-hmm. And we had to have like our name and our background checked and everything else. It was it was not like a crowd of people. We didn't wait in line for like two hours. It was just like ten of us. Yeah. So we were backstage and um and we all get in a line and um Carly and I have breakfast for some odd reason. We were all out of place. We didn't know what we were supposed to be doing. So we were sitting there with a plate of grits, like 
We meeting Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> so I put my food down. Carly finished our food, which was smart because we didn't eat for like the whole rest of the day. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I don't so, miss my food. Yeah, no. No, no, no. That's one thing that I learned this weekend. When she's ready to eat, she's ready to eat. Yeah. And you just got to. You just got to move your timetable yeah. and it'll be fine. Yeah. But, um, so I go in and as I'm standing in line, I'm like, I'm going to ask her something. I'm going to say something very smart. I'm going to be like, thank you for standing up for women. I'm going to say something, you know, like yeah. amazing. And I get in there and I'm like, hi, <laughs> I'm so very happy to meet you. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> I was ashamed. I was I was definitely ashamed of myself. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, I didn't even vote for her. <laughs> Just, I mean, not in the primary. <laughs> but in the general election I did. Right. But not of in the course, primary. Of course. Yeah. I was feeling a burn, but whatever. Yeah, I was too. I Speaking was. of which we saw Bernie Sanders too. We did see Bernie Sanders. That was really from afar. And Cory Booker. And Cory Booker. I wish I could have met him. Up close in person. Rub some elbows with that guy. Yeah. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sherrod Brown. Oh, I love Sherrod Brown. Which is so funny is because he was saying some of the same things Bernie Sanders was saying, but Bernie Sanders puts it in like short um quotables. You yeah. Know, like we're gonna down with the one percent, you know, blah blah. Yeah. And Sherrod Brown is like, and actually what we're gonna do is and he like lays out his plan and nobody claps. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta put it in quotables, sir. I know. You were competing with cheese grits over here. You yeah. don't have to pump it up. Yeah. But um him, um, Reverend William Barber of the Poor People's Movement. Yes. He's super dope. And a lot of really cool people. Yeah. A lot of people. The Gregory children were there, Dick Gregory's yes, children. Dick Gregory's kids. Mm-hmm. And the other one. Who the 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 online journalist with a he has a radio show Mark? Oh, Mark Thompson. Mark Thompson. Mm-hmm. And so those were the most notable names. Yeah, I'm not about. gonna lie. I didn't know who Mark Thompson was before we went, and I tried to Google him, and all I saw was white guys. So I oh. still didn't know. I still was like, I just remember him. Who from is TV this shows. person? Like oh. he's always on like um CNN or um MSNBC. Okay. Which, so, um. I only remember him because of his, he all his dreads always look tight. Like yeah. they always look like they've just been. Yeah. yeah. So I think every time he goes on TV, he'd be like, roll my stuff up. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. For sure. Because they were like perfect. Mm-hmm. He tra- I bet you he travels with a twister. Oh, probably. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> I, yeah, I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. Nobody was tight. Yeah. I'm surprised he has any hair left. For real. Because they were tight. They like, were. Yeah, so anyway. They were snatched. Yes. They were snatched. Yes. But, Anyways, um, it was a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend. We met a lot of people and learned a lot about Selma and um, went to this really cool ice cream shop with the super sweet lady and her daughter. Uh, sweet Advantages. Sweet Advantages. Yes. Yeah, they were really, they were really, really nice. They were. I, They're right by the um, bridge. So if you're like on their main street um, and right before you get to the bridge, she is on your left. Sweet advantages. Yeah. She's just like a snack shop. Yeah. And it's uh, Black Girl Magic owned and uh, operated. Yeah. Her and her daughter in there. Yeah. Cooking up awesomeness. Cooking up ice cream. Cooking up ice cream. I don't know, but she made their Sunday amazing. Yeah. They also have like, yeah, like snacks. They had like nachos. Yeah, nachos. And, but she had jerk chicken. Yeah, oh yeah. She had yeah. jerk chicken and curry chicken. Yeah. She had everything. So, yeah. If you missed was, it, the Jubilee is, a, I think they do it every year. Every year. Next year, it's March 5th through 8th. They shut down, like the downtown area. Mm-hmm. And then they bring out vendors and there's like food, music, parade. There's something going on everywhere downtown. Everywhere. They have a celebrity basketball game. Yeah. They have um step show. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot going on. So Selma had it going on. And um, if you get a chance, just drive on down. Yeah. It's not a biggie. It's a cute little town. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that uh, politicians should visit a lot more often than just on Jubilee. Because yes. there were there were there were some spots that were in Selma that um that still needed to be addressed. Mm-hmm. 
And so much as so. much as we had fun down there, it was eye opening to see um, to see this important location in black history and and human history, mm-hmm. you know, especially in America and American history um, that it shouldn't look like that. Right. They've they've paid the price. It right. definitely should not look like that. So if we're going to have Jubilee there every year, we'll need to spread out the um, renovations and the revitalization from just not the main street drag. But shout yes. out to the Selma people for um, for being so accommodating and loving. Mm-hmm. Southern hospitality. Everywhere we went, which was so funny. So we would go places and um, we bougie as hell. I'm like, I don't know if you know, yeah. but um, so we go places and they'd be like, y'all aren't from around here. Where are y'all from <laughs> up north? And we we're like, yeah, we're from up north. <laughs> we're from Huntsville. You know, I north don't know if Alabama. you've ever heard of that. <laughs> yeah, they knew we were not from there. Nothing, nothing said. Just walk in and they're like. Where are you from? Yeah, you're not from here. It's like, what from. is giving us away? <laughs> Maybe it's because we look lost. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that might be it. And Carly had like this cool hairstyle, so people thought she was from the island. Like, it was, we're throwing everybody off. I even had the island people fooled. Yeah. Yes. That's why she was like, and we're going to have jerk chicken and curry chicken. <laughs> She's trying to get you to come back. <laughs> think about that i was like that's random yeah. for a southern for a southern restaurant to just be like we have curry and jerk <laughs> that's Anyways. um yeah but it was it was cool we met a lot of cool people it was. did some cool stuff and if you head over to our facebook or our instagram or to um lift our vote 2020 on facebook you can see some of the pictures that we took mm-hmm. some of the people that we met and some of the thoughts that we had regarding the events yep that's the update for that. Now let's get to the show. That's our segment. That's our segment music. And so you used to listen to other podcasts and say, and now, now for the show. And then music. There's like some kind of like transition. Who runs the world, girls? All right, Garly, break down the topic. So our topic today is... When does self-care become selfish? Good one, good one. Yes. When does it stop being self-care and become narcissism? Because, you know, that's the buzzword right now. Mm-hmm. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Gotta self- they ha- I was going to buy uh, my girl. My girl uh, turned 17 today. So I have Yay, birthday to her. happy birthday. <clears throat> and um, we could not shop for her because this would be a good example. So self-care is also like what you're interested in, like not denying yourself your own happiness for the sake of others. Right. Right. That's that falls in line with Mm self-care. So I said to her, hey, we're going to go out and buy you some stuff, you know, like happy birthday. And she's like, oh, cool. I was like, is there anything like any specific fashion that you'd like me to get? Not really. Then I was all bummed because it made me feel like first she didn't think I could like pick out clothes. Right. But I realized that when it's your birthday, you shouldn't just like be able to smile and be like, oh, gee, thanks. You know, it's your birthday. You should get what you want. Right. But I did feel some kind of way because it's kind of like. So what am I supposed to just give you money? Like, how is that a gift? Anyways, I say all that to say the buzzword was on a shirt at at, uh, Target. Self-care matters or something like that. Self-care time or self-care all the time or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was interesting that when we came here, I'm like, that word is everywhere. Yeah. It is it's, it's definitely everywhere. It's definitely a buzzword right now. But I want to dissect this situation that you just told us about. Yeah. So, okay. So the only reason I say that is because is this a self-care situation for mm-hmm. Amaya? Like, would this be a situation where she should have just been like, thanks for the thought, mom, but I'd rather just go get my own stuff. Yeah. She did say that, by the way. Like, she was like, um, you can buy me, like, some tights and some jeans, but, like, I'll buy my own shirts. Yeah. So if you want to give me some money. I I have some shirts at work that I like. So if you want to come by there, 
And I had to take my ego out of it mm-hmm. and realize I don't know how to shop for her. I would rather not waste my money. I saw that from Christmas. Like I was buying stuff and I lo- and then I got mad and I looked in her closet and I'm like, you haven't worn four of the shirts that I bought you for Christmas. And she's like, well, I, they're not really my style, you know? <laughs> um, so I had to take my ego out of it and realize is that I'm proud that she was like saying something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what we want to raise girls to be not like, Oh, thanks. And then like, of course she said, thank you because right. it's the appreciation, but right. I definitely think it was a self care thing. I think it was very much like, and I don't think it's self care. I don't think that's the right word for that specific thing. Okay. I, th- um, I think that was more so like standing up for herself. We're just kind of being honest. That's it. Yeah. It was being honest, yeah. not necessarily self-care. It was being honest and, and trying to put yourself in a position to get an outcome that you want. But, but is, but isn't being honest a part of self-care? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. You don't think that's what happens when people are quote unquote doormats? They're not being honest. They're not saying, or do you think it's, I don't know. I just don't, for some reason for me, self-care is like. I think I think I have not yet broadened the definition of self-care. Like self-care is like taking time to yourself, mm-hmm. pampering oneself. Mm-hmm. I have not like opened my mind to the fact that women are using this word to uplift themselves to no longer be selfless. Right. Right. But for me, I'm like my my brain takes me to a I'm going to take care of myself like drink water (laughs) wash my face eat better you know exercise meditate those kind of things that Mm -hmm. i wouldn't do so for my current definition it wasn't self-care it definitely was um survival no not even survival i don't know what it was it was it was being honest and getting something that you want your definition i guess it was self-care I mean, I don't know. I'm just still trying to figure it out. Why do you think self-care has come about? Like, why is it such a big deal now? I think it's a big deal because people are realizing that they're suffering unnecessarily. They're not taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people realize that... I mean, I think self-care has always been a thing. Maybe people just weren't calling it that. Mm-hmm. So now it's like the word. It's so that's what it is. But I mean, we've always heard people say, "Go get something nice for yourself." Yeah, go do something for yourself. Go get your whatever. nails done. Go, mm-hmm. go talk to your friends. Go hang out with your friends. Go um, on a trip. Go do something for yourself mm-hmm. that you will enjoy. Or it's even like the um, when people say when you're. When you work, pay yourself first before mm. you pay any other bills or anything yeah. else. Pay yourself first. That's self-care. That's financial self-care, right? That's what we read. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so the reason I say that what Amaya was doing with self-care was because there's more than one type of self-care. And I have to be, and me being honest and speaking my truth is a part of self-care because otherwise I'm denying myself an opportunity. I'm I'm not being my true self. Mm. So if I'm in a relationship and um, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, or I don't like that this person's doing this, and I'm not saying anything, that's not self care. Like right. for me to feel like I'm getting what I need out of this relationship, I have to tell you what that is that I need because it's also not it's not it's not fair for either one of us for me to not tell you, but also. I'm just suffering in silence if I don't say anything. It's emotional self-care. Yeah. I guess this this little thing that I found does come into play. It does. There are eight areas of self-care. The eight areas of self-care. I'm reading it like that for you. Okay. Number one, physical self-care. Number two, psychological self-care with the therapist number three emotional self-care boundaries maybe number four social self-care with friends and relationships 
Number five, financial self-care. Number six, spiritual self-care, which I would like to talk on. Number seven is environmental self-care. Don't understand that one. And number eight is professional self-care. You know what? I think you're right that it is self-care because had I gotten, had I continued to buy her whatever I want to buy her, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to end up being resentful because it's going to end up being like my birthday's a bummer because I never, it's never about me. Yeah. It's about whatever she wants to get me. Right. Right. And then I have to sit here and pretend like I like it. And so not only am I bummed that I didn't get something that I wanted because your birthday is the time that you're supposed to be selfish and right. kind of like celebrate celebratory of yourself and now she's sharing it so that i'll feel better so now she got a fake smile and right you know oh yes i'm gonna love this and go hang it up and never wear it and then feel bad right right so you're right in one of the eight areas of self-care <laughs> this is number three and four emotional and social i think i i think i should have started with reading this first that way i could have a different visual of what self-care is mm-hmm. i think i've i've only been thinking of it as the time aspect you know take yeah. time for yourself take time for yourself and maybe that's that is my self-care that i need and so because that's the self-care that i see for myself and that i need for myself then that's why i'm like that don't seem like self-care you get what i'm saying yeah i think everybody has a version of self-care that they need the most because some people may have a lot of time to themselves but they need self-care in other ways yeah and how to communicate with people mm-hmm. physical so that's the reason why i don't see self-care as any of these other things because the one that i know that i lack the most is um being selfless when it comes to my family so it's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you guys want to eat? And so it's never like a, yeah. I have a stand. I have something that I need to fulfill in myself. Right. right. So it's always like, I don't, well, I don't want to spend this money on me because the kids need. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do this because the kids need. I don't, you know. So for me, it's always just that one aspect of what can I do for myself by myself? Not necessarily the other ones. Yeah. I think, so I think. The first step in in self-care, successful self-care is knowing what's important to you and what isn't important to you. Um, and I think sometimes that's the hardest thing about it because, like you said, like doing time is the most important self-care for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I mean, all self-care is important, but I guess maybe I look at it like, the love languages, right? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be pieces of self-care that either are more important to you than others or that um, are more important for you to work on than others. Mm-hmm. Like you said, maybe like financial self-care. Oh, I got that down. I'm good. Right. I don't have to worry about that. Right. Or physical self-care. I'm good. I work out on a regular basis, you know, or I, you know, eat yeah. right or all mm-hmm. this other stuff. So that's not a thing, but I feel like we all have an area of self-care where we're always trying to figure out, okay, is this a, is this a big deal for me or is this not a big deal? Because if we don't know, then it doesn't matter. Then the whole thing is pointless. Right. Since the buzzword is self-care, 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 it's not necessarily balance. The buzzword is take care of yourself. Be out here taking care of yourself. You know, and I think as women, we've been hearing that. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Like, no one's taking care of you. Take care of yourself. So how does someone here over and over take care of yourself from every media source and not start to be like, huh. It's all about me. It's all about me. Like, I don't even know why. I don't have to. I don't want to do that, but I want to do that. Okay. But this is self-care. Right. So Carly, I know you don't like Mexican food, but that's my favorite food. Right. And right now I'm having a very bad day. So I want Mexican food. Right. I, I think blink blink. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, I, I don't know. 
I want to say there has to be a balance. Um, and there has to be... There has to be an understanding of your own limits and boundaries in the sense of like if I know if if my friend knows I hate Mexican and they come up to me one day and say I know you hate Mexican but please eat it with me because I'm having a really bad day and I want some Mexican food okay you come up to me and you say that every day we got a problem yeah <laughs> or if Every time I suggest something else, you're like, no, we're having Mexican. Yeah. That's a problem. Right. Because For you. Right. But how is it that for you it would be a problem because that's not your self-care, right? Right. That's not your interest, your self-interest. Right. right? For them, that's their self-care. Like, yeah. I am um, I, I am obsessed in thinking about what I want, what I need. Because for so long, Carly, I have been a doormat. I have been selfless. I have spent 28 years worried about everybody else. And now when my stomach says I'm hungry, my stomach says Mexican, I'm going to Mexican. Yeah. And um, you can totally do that, but be prepared to go by yourself. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Like you can self-care all you want to. If you want to self-care 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Mm -hmm. do that. But be prepared to do it by yourself. If you, That's the ultimate self-care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you want someone to accompany you to mm-hmm. do these things, then you're going to have to compromise. So the question is figuring out what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not willing to compromise on. Yeah. I think I know a few people who are just really good at self-care. Like just, like they have no problem with being selfless. You know, mm-hmm. and I sometimes am on the... In some aspects, I'm on the other side, mm-hmm. um, especially in family. My so you're you were thinking of how does one balance between self care and selfish, and I was thinking how does someone balance between um, selfless and self care? Mm-hmm. You know, um, because that's where that's that that's the one that I have to remind myself like not to do, not to do, not to do, not to go on that side of things. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be so afraid that I'm coming across as selfish. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I I mean, I have the same I have the same struggle. Yeah. I think I think I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes I feel like I'm just letting you walk all over me and then sometimes I feel like no, 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 you don't get anything you want. I get everything I want. Right. And then I'm always trying to figure out where where's the balance? Where's mm-hmm. the line where I'm not being too much of one thing or the other. How am I making sure that I'm getting what I want and also you're, or I'm getting what I need and you're getting what you need? Yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you find that you have a hard time being selfish? Hmm. I have a hard time defining what's selfish. Yeah. I am selfish. I know I am. Um, I, I, and here's when I know I'm selfish um, is because if I buy back to the food. If I buy a mm-hmm. box of famous Amos cookies, I do not want to share. I don't want to share. It like takes everything in me to be like, do you want a cookie? And hope and pray inside that you say no. I know I'm selfish. I know that I'm selfish. So I have to autocorrect mm-hmm. and buy two boxes. So one I can share with like whomever right. and then one for myself. I, I have, and I don't know if my selfishness stems from the fact that I grew up as an only child, so I didn't have to share a lot. Um, I didn't have to share my mom's attention. I didn't have to share toys. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to share a room. You know, get what I'm saying? Okay. So I know that as I get older, I can see that side in me and then try to, like, balance it. Mm-hmm. I recognize that that is my default. My default is to be selfish. Right. It's the same thing with my kids. Like my default is to do- definitely be selfish. And instead of like being selfish to my kids, I'm like selfish with my kids. You Like when my kids used to be small, they'd be like, we want to go to so-and-so's house. And I'm like, no, I want you to myself. Like, do not. I, why do you have to go anywhere? Like, Just stay home. Look, we'll have a party. <laughs> you know, because I didn't want, because they were, they were mine. 
and I wanted them, I wanted to keep them with me all the time and I want to occupy. And it was the same thing when they started dating. It's very like, how can you love somebody else? You know, like, I don't want to spread your love. Like, why, why are you loving other people? Why are we inviting other people into our hearts? I know. I know. No, no, no. I'm laughing because I feel the same way. That's my deep. My default is, is, is selfish. Yeah. I don't, um, yeah, I don't think my default is selfish. Yeah. I think I've had to. um, Well, you're a Pisces. Yeah. I've had to, I've had to learn how to be selfish. Yeah. I've had a problem because I've had people try to make me feel bad about it. Yeah. Because that's not generally how I am. Generally, I'm a very giving person. But the problem is, is you realize that you have to be very careful about who you're giving with. Because if you're just giving to everyone, you're not getting anything. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was very important to me to like, my self-care was boundaries. Mm. And I had to be like, no, this is where you stop. This is where the line ends. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is my time. Like with work, I will go to work eight hours a day and I will work. But after those eight hours, when I leave, mm-hmm. that's my time. I'm off. Right. You do not get to encroach on my time mm-hmm. because if you're, because there's a very thin line, right? And if you're constantly encroaching on my time, which is my self-care, mm-hmm. then I start to, it starts to affect my life in other ways. Mm. I get cranky or I get resentful or I get, you know, all of these other things. And I might, instead of just taking it out on you, take it out on my kids or whoever I'm in a relationship with or my friends or my family. So um, that has always been like the thing for me. I'm not, I'm generally a very selfless person, but my self-care has always been more, um, is that, is that social? Professional? Professional. Professional, social. Probably professional and social. Yeah. Yeah. Just as far as, um, boundaries go. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, um, I think it's important to know your default, like, uh, with a male, she is yet to learn how to, like, as you get older, right? Mm-hmm. When someone says, oh, hey, you got a box of Famous Famous Cookies. I love those. Can I have one? My face doesn't automatically go, you know, I, I'm doing a frown. My, like, my, my jaw doesn't drop and my, my eyebrows <laughs> are feral. Like, I, I will share. I'm like, mm-hmm. resentfully, but I'll share. Mm-hmm. And so the male, she, um, she will... It'll be all over her face. She'll have 40 cupcakes in front of her and she wants each one. And then when you say, Hey, can I have one? It's like (sighs) immediately she huffs. And so it's been a big thing. And, um, and so I'm almost like Amel, I know I get it, girl. Mm -hmm. I hate sharing too, but sometimes we have to override our automatic default to share. Because when we love people, we share with them. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to spread some of our 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 good good feeling around to the people around us, right? But do you think it's okay? I mean, uh, yes, yes. I want to just we have to share. Yes. Um, the thing is that she. The problem is, is that me trying to explain this to her, she says to me, "Am I a bad person?" Like I always have, she always has this problem because she's like, I feel like everybody feels like I'm a bad person because, but I want, I want my things. I want this. I want this to myself. I, I planned for this. I went and spent my money on this. I want this. And am I a bad person because I don't want to share? So she has this internal struggle already. Right. And I think, and, and so that's, that's how I, I guess that's my, you know, thing is like, I think the lesson shouldn't, are we making the lesson about sharing or are we making the lesson about sharing the right things? Because I feel like that's where the self-care comes in. Mm. Right. So like she said, if I go, if I, if I have my money and I go out and I buy this thing because I know I want this thing for me, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't feel bad for telling someone else they can't have any. Right. I might be willing to share all of these other things, Mm -hmm. but this is my, this is my thing right here. And, and me saying, no, you can't have this doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me X, Y, Z. Yeah. It's just me saying, this is important to me and you should respect that. 
Yeah. I think the problem is is that when everything is important. Yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's yeah, the balance that's that I'm saying. trying right. to, for her to reach. Right. So she walks in yesterday and she has on Amaya shirt, right? <laughs> and um, and she has on Amaya shirt. And Amaya's like, oh, I've been looking for that shirt. And then she comes to my room and she's like, oh, I needed to iron the shirt. So I came in here. I was like, okay, cool. And Amaya's like, um... Um, I've been looking for that show. She was like, oh, yeah, it was my room. I guess you washed your clothes with mine, and I just never gave it back to you. So then I was like, okay, whatever. So she takes the shirt off and to goes to steam it, and then she has on a tank top. And Amaya goes, is that my tank top? Okay. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. This is a common thing in our household. Yeah. So our problem that I try to teach Amel is you cannot be selfish and want other people's stuff right yeah that yeah. is the balance and i t- yeah. and so i'm trying to like tell her you are not a bad person for wanting things to yourself understand but you have to realize is that if you're that way you got to respect if someone else is that way right or you have to respect like what you said was you can be selfish all you want you can self-care out the wazoo mm-hmm. but you better be willing to be alone in it right so i told her if you don't share you've got to be willing or never need anyone else because they're going to remember mm-hmm. you ain't want to give me a lick of your sprinkle right there's no way i'm gonna let you ho- wear my whole shirt right. you get what i'm saying yeah. and so i think that is that definitely is the balance what carla said was absolutely true if you want to self-care if you want to be selfish if you say i spent my money on this and i don't want to share this then you have to be okay with someone coming back and doing the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. Like that's their self, like not necessarily their self care, whatever it is. But, but that's, I think we cannot expect this, this my boundary, but I'm cross, I'm double dutching on your boundary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <You know what I'm laughs> <saying>? <laughs> so we, we, and I think, and I think sometimes self care, um, leads to selfish sometimes. And, and selfish doesn't have to have a negative connotation. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to like look out for yourself because, Absolutely. because I am coming to realize as I'm at the end of my journey in parenthood that I have given a lot and devoted a lot of time to these kids, mm-hmm. right? These fools about to leave. They're not thinking, but she has spent so much of her investment in <laughs> right. us and we will never leave our dear mother, you know, and they may go off and they may get a, a good, great job and then never come back and be like, you know what? Y'all work so hard. Now you retire and let us take care of the bills. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I have invested a lot of time, energy and love into some people who may very well go off and become selfish mm-hmm. because they, sh- because that was my decision to do it that way doesn't mean that they then have to if i was only doing things because i thought that they were going to do it okay that's the question that's the question okay amel do you share because you want other people to share with you or do you share because it's right you know so if i'm sharing just because i'm gonna want you later on to come and help me Mm -hmm. is that a genuine kindness or is that a is that a setup I don't know. I I like that question, but I almost want to ask, does it even matter? You don't think it matters? I don't know. I, I say that because let's say someone like you, right? You say you're very selfish, right? Yeah. So it's definitely not a thing that you're thinking. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because then it sounds like I'm what you gonna, What you going to say? It sounds like I'm in your brain and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> so I don't want to say that. So let me back up. Um, because that's not a default for you yeah are you is your sharing coming from it being right because someone asking you for your cookies is not Mm. a wrong thing but it's also not a wrong thing for you to say no right so is it not though so it's i I don't don't whole box of cookies is it not i don't think so i think it is and i don't think so i always feel bad about it because i'm like i have 47 cookies in this box you i don't even need to be eating all these cookies why can i not share one but see i think the question comes into play is is are you this way with everything that's what I'm saying. Mostly. Like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, if the cookies, I'm gonna compare this to like one of my one of my, one of um like I like Friends. So there's a scene from Friends, and 
somebody oh joey had gone on a date with this girl and she tried to they ordered two different things she tried to eat some of his food mm. and he kept he didn't want to tell her no so he kept moving <laughs> his plate around so she couldn't get to it <laughs> and, and so it was one of the other it was one of the other friends friends so the next day like the friend is like joey she said that you wouldn't let her taste your blah blah, blah. and then rachel's like joey doesn't share food mm-hmm. and um you know, he's like, I have my food and you have your food. And I ordered what I wanted and you ordered what you wanted. So eat what you ordered. Like, that's how he, you know, he yeah. was just like, this is what I wanted. Right. And um, she was. And so Rachel's telling a story about how, like, uh, she tried to eat something of his or and he slapped the hand, he slapped her hand away. And they were like, he did that to you. And he was like, no, it was to Emma, which is her daughter, who was like two. Right. Oh, like so the funny. baby tried to get yeah. some of his food. But. That's one of those things where, like, in every other way, Joey is a good friend. Yeah. But he's very particular about his food. Mm-hmm. And that's and, I, and so I'm saying that to be like, that's okay. Now, if you're like that about everything, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. But if my if my friends know me, like, I, I want you to understand that this, this is my food. Right. Don't. This is my area that you do not touch. I don't care who you are and I don't care how much I love you. Yeah. This is my thing. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess, yeah. No, that makes sense. Like it doesn't somebody, make him a bad person. Right. But it definitely makes it, not, there's no but there. There's no but there. I think if you were going to be in a relationship with someone who you know is selfish about their time or their money or, and you still decide everything else I like. I like everything else. Mm-hmm. This is that one thing that I'm going to have to compromise on. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So, okay. Right. I got it. Yeah. And that's why and that's why I say, like, the most, the first step in self-care is figuring out what's important to you and what isn't important yeah. to you. That was a good point. Because that's the only way you're going to know. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Nope. And that's how you can can't stay out of the realm of feeling selfish. Right. Feeling bad about it. And also resentment when someone keeps crossing over that one line. So, it's right. like. That, that that's a really good point that's a good point when you um how, how do you i guess i guess you just it just takes some time to sit back and like look at what are you selfish with what are where where's your right where's your line right and i and also i realized in my i feel like so many of us are taught to be nice instead of being honest right mm-hmm. it's just you know we talked about some of that in the first episode but if i you could hear it yeah yeah (laughs) i had to and i said i had to really work on being honest Mm -hmm. as honest as possible about who i am and where i am what i like what i don't like and make it clear to people like i mean what i say yeah you do not ever have to question like i told lay um i was like i'm ready to go yeah and she was like i didn't know if you're really ready to go or whatever and so i had to be like no if i tell you i'm ready to go I mean, I'm ready to go. And now I believe her. Now I know. <laughs> I know. She down the ride. Like, let's rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't ever. And and the thing is, I'm completely opposite. I'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And then you'd be like, you ready to go? I'd be like, are we really going to leave? Like, seriously. <laughs> you know, that because that's not my line. Yeah. That's not my line. Honesty is not a big deal to me. Not that it's not a big deal to me. It's that. <laughs> that sounds so bad. It's like, Listen, I'm a liar and I like it that way. <laughs> that's my self-care. <laughs> but there is a circle around me that um, once you enter that circle, I will give you like my whole truth. Mm-hmm. I will give you like how I really feel about this situation, um, how I really feel about your situation. I think I've probably crossed that line a few times with you because now like you're in my circle. I'd be like, Carly, is that how you, seriously? I mean, need you to really think about that one. <laughs> you know. But before when you're outside the circle, I'd be like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I won't give you my honest opinion about yeah. it because my truth is what to you. Right. Right. You know? And also your life is what to me. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not a bit so that's not where my line is. Yeah. But I understand. I get your you're nice and and I also think and I think we have to do a whole episode about it. I think that has to come down to your sign. Your sign is very much like the band-aid to the world it was like every wounded animal comes (laughs) 
comes limping to your heart door and you're like, I can help you. I can love it back. Right. I can, you take on that, that hurt animal. And I think eventually you run out of band-aids. Yeah. And so then you kind of feel bad about it. And then you learning how not to feel bad about it. I only say that because every, (laughs) I don't know what this says about me. I'm probably a wounded dragon, but, um, (laughs) Every person that I've been close to has been a Pisces and they've all had that same, that same quality. And the older that they got, the more that they've been like, I don't give a shit about this anymore. Like I'm done. I have zero to do. Right. But when they were younger, it was like uh, one Pisces friend of mine says that she's like a flame and everybody is a moth and mm-hmm. they all come and and they all need something from her and they all are expecting something from her and they they leave nothing for her right. so they deplete her and then they bounce and nobody stays to fan the flame like nobody stays there to help out her and make sure she's okay yeah so that's why i that's say a very good um that's why analogy? I say, I, I don't know. Metaphor? I, I didn't use like, so I know it's not simile. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, um, so I, I think that's why that is probably a level of self-care mm-hmm. for, um, for you. It's something that you got tired of. Yeah. So it didn't necessarily start as a boundary, but eventually you're like, this is not working. Right. <laughs> And I wonder if that's a struggle inside, you know, because your nature is to be caring. Yeah. Your nature is to be that bleeding heart. Yeah. I was thinking about a conversation that we had. Um, I don't remember when it was, but I think it was like one of the first times we talked, which you were saying something about like, that's not um, how it's not how you're meant to be. Right. Yeah. Like, and I was I was thinking about this yesterday because um, I don't remember what happened or what I saw or what I don't know what triggered it. But anyway, I was thinking about it yesterday because I was like, is it? It's so sad that I have to attempt to change who I am mm-hmm. or the nature of my being because I've gotten so used to people taking advantage of it. Mm that now I'm acting in a way that's not me. And so I think that's why there's such a struggle is because it's not who I am. And yeah. I, but I can't be the way that I am. Mm. That hurts to hear. Because being the way that I. Do you feel that in your stomach when you say that? Yeah, that's feel, how I feel. Oh my God. <laughs> that just feels like a setup for sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Stop looking up like that. It does. It does. And it just can't, I, I I always feel like it just can't be this way, Carly. I think I say this all the time to you. <laughs> it shouldn't be that way. That doesn't seem fair. Oh my god. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right to be like, this is what I'm designed to do. That's like, you know, a hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yes. Okay. So hammer, you are no longer allowed to hammer anything. The hell am I here for? Right. I can't be a planter. I can't like, what else am I here <laughs> for? What am I designed to do? So then I just feel like I'm just not even, I don't know. It just feels like you Pisces to me, just remind me of people who are just like supposed to be hippies. They're supposed to be like fun loving caring and i see that same thing that happens the same way that you feel mm-hmm. i see that string in amaya and it becomes like if that goes away she's going to be resentful mean like she's going to and it's not in her nature because the more that she like when she's sad and she turns like bitter mm-hmm. you know um you can see that that's not the way she wants to be so she just seems more mad at herself and more and then she's like why does everyone think I'm a bad guy? And then she's even more angry. Yeah. You know? And I just want to like take all that off and be like, you can be soft. Okay. We'll take care of you. <laughs> Calm down. I think, but I think that goes back to the finding your tribe. Yeah. Like you really, I, I think one of the things is like the earlier you realize earlier on, you realize who you are mm. and what you are and what your nature is. 
the less likely you will be to become that cynic or resentful or bitter or anything else like that Mm -hmm. because you're making sure that the people in your life are the people that are going to um not only take away from you that are constantly going to be pouring into you the way you pour into them in a different way Mm -hmm. and so i've had to be very um careful about who my friends are I've had to be very particular about who I let in my life and who I don't let in my life. Mm -hmm. And very, um, I don't know if the word would be strict, but. Mm -hmm. Intentional. Right. Yeah. Intentional in who I choose. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely intentional. Yeah. And so if someone says something to me, um, because I have my deal breakers. um, And so if someone says something to me that's like deal breaker territory, I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I know now not to let you in my I close life. that door and keep right. moving. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the sooner you can identify that, the better off you'll be. And so in Amaya's case, she's 17. Like, if she can identify that in the next few years, she she's won't ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, she won't have to worry about that. Because yeah. I was telling Lay this story about how I went out for my birthday. And I didn't realize how naive I was until. You don't realize how naive you are until you're not naive anymore. And mm-hmm. then you're like, man, I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I was outside and this guy started talking to me and um you know he flattered me of course he's like oh you're really pretty and I'm like thank you thank you I appreciate the compliment you know I'll take a compliment anytime um and then he asked if we could like hang out or something and I was like oh you know he's asking if I was from here and I was like yeah and I was like are you from here he was like um no but I live here he's like but I'd be in and out and I was like Ugh. it was like record scratch and mm-hmm. I'm like um yeah I don't know I said and I and all I could say was like can I be honest with you because I didn't want to assume that I knew what he meant Mm -hmm. and so I just asked him that question and then he said yeah and I said when you say you be in and out what does that mean and then it ended up being this whole other story that was like swirly bs you know what I'm saying like and then I was like okay (laughs) I basically like don't rely on me to be around right Mm -hmm. right but but I would not have realized that 10 years ago probably if I'd come across the same person I would have been like oh he just said that he and not and you probably were too nice to ask right what do you because it may have come up in your head been like how do I ask that without making him feel like I think he's a liar right yeah 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 and so like but and that's why like to me like just be honest I'm gonna do that because I I need to know the answers to these questions (laughs) and I think that that's a good thing that there's some parts of you that um that if I change my nature, if I fine tune my nature, mm-hmm. yeah, if I fine tune my nature, then that means that I can, I am better equipped with, um, with taking care of myself, mm-hmm. but also with making sure that I, I, um, I can make good decisions for myself, you know? Right. So, so do I think that you should build a wall around your heart? No, because it works for some people who have a tiny heart, but when your heart has wings and it wants to fly, your wall is a cage and it is it's going to constantly be beating itself against that because mm-hmm. that's your that's in your nature mm-hmm. you know um now if you then taught your bird to be like bird box right <laughs> and, and you know if you taught your heart to be like bird box i know this is so crazy so follow with me to alert you mm-hmm. to when someone bad is around then it still allows you to be free right but it just is better equipped with with knowing um, where your boundaries are and what you need, right? So, I think it's good to fine tune one's nature, but to try to totally live outside of one's nature is just a battle. It's kind of like someone who knows that they're gay, and like, but my family's not gonna love me, and my society and my church gonna throw me out, right. and you're living that life always closeted. Yeah, right. So if you know that you are a hippie-hearted person. You just want to be fun-loving and love everyone and take in their emotions and, like, give your energy back to them. To have to live, like, stay back. I don't like you. I hate you. All of y'all are out to get me. (laughs) That's being closeted, you know? Yeah. So that's why it hurts me so much to think of someone living outside of their nature. My nature, on the other hand, is to be cold-hearted. It's to be cold-hearted, calculated, manipulated. (laughs) selfish mean angry so it's very it's perfect for me mm. how did you fine-tune that what who said i fine-tuned anything oh 
I fine tune nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. I think when you <laughs> see mine is like overcoming. There's no fine tuning. It's no fine tuning, but it's like overcoming being evil. It's like once you reach on the other side, it's like look at that. See. I'm an evil guy who's I'm a <laughs> I'm a bad guy who's like you know um, you're like despicable me yes or like um like um in um, Wreck It Ralph when he's like I'm a bad guy but not bad bad guy <laughs> you know it's like bad just because I'm I'm a bad guy I'm set up to be a bad guy mm-hmm. um, does not necessarily mean so when I can do good things I'm like look at that I am a good guy so it's very easy. Mm-hmm to live outside of my nature it's probably better for my relationships and my world to live outside my nature mm-hmm. the problem with it is is that then i don't trust anybody i don't trust anybody i don't i don't believe anybody i'm just always living like skeptical yeah i was looking at they're all lying i know the truth about everybody yeah. she didn't really mean she was ready to go she was trying to see if i'm ready to go and then she's gonna be that's right <laughs> trying to double think for everybody right. everybody in the room like I have a chess game going at every table what's the next move over here yeah and I'm the opposite I'm like I don't have time for chess okay just and inside my head I am watching everything and trying to figure out what's their move watch watch I bet you they do this I bet you that's what this really is I told Carly like I live for I told you so Mm -hmm. like last night we had this whole incident where I told Anthony I was like "Ah, I really want to listen to this John Legend song and he was like okay well I and my phone was on um on bluetooth and so he was like okay but now i never want to listen to music like i'm i'm always like whatever i don't care whatever you play i'll listen to it Mm -hmm. um but when i like want to listen to something that's like i need it to do it like immediately Mm -hmm. because i never have a taste for anything like food i don't care i'm good with where eating wherever to the movie i'll watch whatever you want to watch sure i don't care there's a lot of instances where it's like i don't care but if i want it i need you to respect and understand that like every other time right i'm like cool if 99 times i'm cool and one time i say hey i want to do this i'm gonna need you to like make a way for this right yeah so i tell him that and then he's like all right i'll play it and i'm like but he's like why don't you just say hey siri and i'm like because it's plugged into bluetooth and then Bluetooth thinks that I'm talking, it's my phone, my car thinks I'm talking to it. So then it says like calling so-and-so it's just not, it never works. Right. So I told him it doesn't work. He's like, Oh, okay. I'm like, can you just type in John legend green light? And then he tries to do Siri. That is so, yeah, that's annoying. And then I'm like, okay, now I got to sit here yes. while you, while we listen to the same thing I just told you it was going to happen. And now I'm going to be irritated because I already told you that that was going to happen. Just listen you to see, me when I see, tell you. You see me, sna- you can, can you hear me snapping? <laughs> I am snapping. I'm t- exactly. I know what I'm talking and I am about. I'm not just tripping. Listen that exactly. I know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I mean, we're over it. We're fine. I love you, Anthony. We worked it all out. Um, but that is exactly what happened. Yeah. All day long. And so, like, we're at one point and we drive for like six minutes and the song still ain't played. And then he was like, Oh, well, I got an idea. Instead of still typing, he turns off the Bluetooth and then, t- and then tries Siri. And Siri's like, Okay. And then Siri starts to play it. Well, he tries to put back on the Bluetooth and it does not connect back to the phone, to the car. So he's playing <laughs> it through my phone. And now he's like, oh, I didn't think that would happen. So he holds up the phone to my ear. I know. He tried to work it out. Like I said, we ended up working it out. Right, we of had course. To, I had to say, now here's my level of self-care. I had to say, I told you so, because my self-care says I have to tell you I told you so. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have I have to let you know, and I have to. I, I don't know why. That's bad. But I think he knew that that was what I was like when he got with me. I have to tell you because if I don't, I won't feel heard. And I need you to know that I told you that it doesn't yeah. work. And when you decide you don't want to listen to me, it feels like I've been disregarded, yeah, not respected, not listened to, and blah, blah, blah. So I said, I told you it didn't work. Why didn't you listen to me? Why don't you believe me? 
I drive in this car every day. Which turned into a whole other thing. <laughs> I mean, it was very like the car got really quiet. <laughs> we weren't talking anymore. <laughs> and then it was very like, okay. So his, my problem is I was not listened to. His problem is he did something wrong. He was trying to work it out. And to be like, I told you so was like his, a, a big deal. And so then I was like, you ain't even going to apologize for not listening to <laughs> So then, so we both had to kind of like come to, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. This is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Had I been in my nature, I just would have been like, burn it all to hell. I don't care. Like crash this car. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to ever apologize. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm right. You wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Yeah. I don't even know. I, t- I told you the story just to say a part of my self care is that I, I need to say, I told you so. Yeah. I need to, I, I, I need to, especially if I told you so. Yeah. I know what yeah. a horrible thing to need to do, but I think that when you go to figure out who you are, it's some deep thinking. And I think that, um, a few people in this world. I hate when people say a lot of people because that's such a generalization. But I think that there are a few people in this world that are having um, an issue with with defining self-care. Not defining self-care. Defining themselves. So if you have not yet to define yourself, mm-hmm. how do you define your self-care? Right. Then you're just all over the place. Yeah. You know, self-care is me going to do my nails. Well, really, your self-care should have been financial because you ain't got no money for nails. Right. Your baby is eating bologna sandwiches at home. You don't have time to self-care right. on financial. You don't have to um, buy some nail polish and do it at home. Right. Right. So I think that it's important first to define self and then you can figure out how to better take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because your self-care, don't don't buy into the book. Don't take me to get my nails done because that's not self-care to me because I don't care about nails and I hate dirty nails. So long nails are only going to get dirt underneath them and it's going to gross me out. And, you know, so I think it's going to be important to not get caught up in a buzzword because I told you, Carly, you know me. I'll be reading on Twitter and I'll be like, you know what? Twitter says that's how I feel too. (laughs) Twitter hate Drake. I hate Drake. Boom, boom, boom. You know? And so we just, we kind of get into that spiral and we start to use these buzzwords because it's the new, Mm got to get on that keto diet. Got to get on that, you know, paleo diet Mm -hmm. or paleo. It's like, (laughs) it's not paleo. It's like, but that is fancy. I made it Target. Yeah. But, God, you know, so we, so we, we, why we, they should call it that because it sounds better, but whatever. I know. How dare they? We, we have, we get into all of these things before we even recognize if it, if, um, our role in it. So there's my soapbox and I'm going to step off of it. But before I do, define self, yourself before you can figure out your, self-care pathway yeah this has been the self-care episode buzzword self-care i don't know why she's yelling she got a headache See, oh, can't, can't even take care of herself yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yelling's not bothering me i don't think it's the thinking part yeah okay the thinking is hurting my brain is it so, so hard to think i'm going to friend care and go look and see if i have some advil in the car Maybe I do. Oh, so Maybe a like good friend. Two Advils in the bottom of a bag somewhere. Don't know. But this has been the self-care versus selfish versus selfless versus find yourself episode. And also, Carly is going to be a moderator on a women's panel on the 27th. Um, of March? At Huntsville West, yes. Um, co-working night on the 27th. So... Come be a good listener and listen and watch. <laughs> to her moderate. What is the panel about? It is a her story panel. Sweet. Her story. I dig it. I think isn't March women's month? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah, so we're doing all these women's events for women's month. So That's like beautiful. Tonight we have women in women who code workshops. Mm-hmm. Um and then next week we have um, our 3210 speaker series with Amanda Latifi, who 
has an app. She's based in California, but she's from Huntsville. Um, and then the week after that, we have an I Am Remarkable workshop hosted by Lauren Johannes Meyer with Google Fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the week after that is the panel. Very nice. Seems like all um, tech related. Um, the I Am Remarkable is not. I don't think it's tech related. Okay. It's just a thing that Google Fiber does, but it's not a tech thing it's just a trying it's a learning how to um sell your skills kind of thing like learning how to figure out what your marketable skills are and then sell them or market marketing i'm remarkable uh i get it yeah like remarket yeah i am remarketable yeah i don't know that i think that's probably horrible um okay yeah and then the panel is all different people jessica's on the panel did i tell you that no yeah i was like let's get jessica just because of the panel. So it's not one lady's a real estate lady. And so mm. it's just a mixture of her stories. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love it. March 27th. 7th. Come and see Carly. Come and see me. All right. Have fun okay. um, in life. And this is us signing out. Bye. Bye. Bye, people. We love you for listening. Now, let me say something. I've chased, I've chased, I've chased, I've chased. Commissioner.